0: And we're back.
1: We yeah. are. Welcome back.
0: <laughs> uh, welcome back to the long-awaited uh, post-hiatus, impromptu hiatus, prompt up kicks episode.
1: Imprompt up high kicks <laughs> That's us.
0: Um, yeah, so we've been missing in action for like almost eight months now. The last episode that we uploaded was in September.
1: Is that how long ago it was? That's
0: how long ago it was. Um, I would like to say that we had a really good reason to not be posting. Yeah. So the last house that we lived in, it was a granny flat and there was like literally no internet available at that house. It was very hard to...
1: It was in a bit of a depression.
0: Yeah, it was, it was, it definitely affected our moods living in that house. Um,
1: it made lockdown harder than it had to be.
0: Yeah. And then when we got out of lockdown, it was still hard. Um, <laughs> but like even just trying to even if you record an episode that's all well and good but trying to find uh any any piece of internet so that you could download any of the songs that we need to include in here um and then try to upload the actual audio episode itself it was a pain It it felt like i would spend like an hour uploading 23 megabytes of audio
1: yeah Sounds about right.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, we have since moved into a better house, and we have good internet now. Yeah, so
1: coming to you live from an undisclosed location that has access to the NBN.
0: Yeah, we have our own NBN connection, guys. That's how you know we have moved up in life.
1: Now we just need another lockdown.
0: Oh, bring on another lockdown! But yes, we thought that we would start this episode off um first apologizing to our number one fans who didn't get to listen to us by number one fan i just mean my dad
1: yeah thanks for the day one's who have stuck with us from the beginning
0: <laughs> day one's what up jimmy uh shout out to jimothy next episode will be going out to you
1: actually
0: <laughs> so today's episode we were going to be starting it back up again with um a little a little uh oh sorry if i if no one's listened to us before i should probably introduce the actual podcast itself yeah this is prompt up kicks this is a podcast where um i wrote down a whole bunch of prompts for us to choose songs for a road trip playlist um was it last year that we did it
1: the yeah, actual it was, road trip it was last year
0: yeah it was last year um when we were driving down to chris's hometown of naruma um and then we've just made a podcast out of the songs that we chose And we get to discuss the songs and why we chose and everything like that. Today's prompt that we were choosing from is, Hey, that's my mom's favorite, which I think is apt because we are going to be seeing your mom and your dad and the rest of your family this weekend.
1: Yeah, we can put the playlist on again.
0: Yeah, we'll get to listen to it all again. Um, So starting off, Chris, what what would you say is your mom's favorite song?
1: Yeah, I um, made a quick phone call. Before we decided to record this Had to to call a friend Had had to go straight to the source And it turns out this isn't her favourite song (laughs)
0: Okay, well, okay This is just what we we think is our mum's favourite Just from, I guess, like our childhood experiences Yeah, that's
1: where it all comes into
0: Yeah, okay
1: So it's not my mum's favourite song It just happens to be a song that she likes By her favourite artist So I think I'm kind of in the ballpark there
0: Yeah, yeah, okay But yeah What song did you choose?
1: So it's an Elvis Presley song And it's called Return to Sender Return to Sender Return to Sender I gave a letter to the postman He put it in his sack Bright and early next morning he brought my letter back she wrote about it, unknown no such number no such song. So it's basically like the 1960s version of getting left on scene. <laughs> you know yeah. you, you send them an inbox but it's like you can no longer reply to this person they block you
0: that was that would have been so disheartening like back in the day yeah. like if you think of like right now
1: like you can just I, write a message and send it and think nothing of it
0: yeah you think nothing of it but like if you were pouring your heart out on pen and paper
1: and paying for a stamp
0: paying that 15 cents or whatever it would have been three cents maybe i don't know <laughs> back in the day and then sending that out and then not getting a response no, and then
1: two weeks later it comes back to you
0: Oh, you'd you would be, I would be so stressed in that two weeks.
1: You'd be living on edge for two weeks and then the mailman would come. You'd think it's a reply, but he's just giving you your letter back.
0: Okay. But then like, think about like technical difficulties. The times when it's like, oh, this message failed to send and you have to like press resend. Imagine back in the day when like literally something could be blamed on the mailman losing it. There was a mail truck crash it just got sent to the wrong address. It like, got
1: rained on in the letterbox.
0: There would there would be so many other variables for how your message got lost in communication, kind of thing. Yeah. Wow. And anyway, what's it, return to sender about?
1: That sending a letter to, I guess a loved one, mm-hmm. and then it just keeps coming back. <laughs> Hence the name return just to sender. It keeps
0: coming back. It's a,
1: it should have called the song "Boomerang."
0: <laughs> or just a, a closed cycle, closed yeah. circle. Just Elvis trying to write to someone, and then they just keep sending it back to him.
1: Elvis didn't even write it.
0: Oh, who wrote it then?
1: Uh, Winfield Blue and Otis Blackwell.
0: Winfield Blue? Yeah.
1: Winfield Scott.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you really got me there. I was like, whoa, they made a pack of diaries about that man. Are nah. you kidding me?
1: His last name's Scott, unfortunately. Uh. Um, but yeah, they wrote it. Elvis. Elvis recorded it, and according to the Wikipedia page, he had a hoot recording it. Oh. He really enjoyed himself on this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, for a second I thought forgot that Hoot meant that you can like enjoy something. I was like, he had an owl record the song. <laughs> I don't remember hearing an owl in the back of it. This time I'm going to take it myself and put it right in her hand. And if it comes back the very next day, then I'll understand.
1: The writing it. Return again according to wikipedia a very credible source
0: it has to be
1: he was handed the task of recording 13 songs for the girls 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 soundtrack
0: girls 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 and
1: he was unenthusiastic about it
0: he didn't yeah. want to write songs for a movie is, is girls girls good girls a movie i'm going to say so yeah i will
1: click on the hyperlink <laughs> it's it's a soundtrack album by mr presley
0: uh-huh
1: from 1962 but apparently he did not want to do it.
0: What the hell is a soundtrack album? I don't know. You would think that a soundtrack has to go to a movie or something. Yeah. But a whole album that isn't accompanied something? Wait, no, Girls, Girls, like Girls like an, has say, to be a movie I, Yeah, then. I sound
1: like an idiot now. I just didn't read the second paragraph. <laughs> accompanied film of the same name. <laughs> this is what happens when you just read that a little bit further.
0: <laughs> oh. Egg on
1: my face, but at least I was, you know... Not the one that was unenthusiastic about recording.
0: <laughs> Didn't he star? Was was he the star of it? Because Elvis was doing like a lot of movies. I feel like your mom's going to listen to this and she'll be yelling out like, yeah, he was in the movie. Yeah, he was the handsome man in the movie. He was the lead actor.
1: Golden Globe nominated Golden- American I- musical comedy starring none other Elvis Presley.
0: You're joking. Elvis pen- is in a movie? As a
1: penniless Hawaiian fisherman
0: what the fuck by a Hawaiian fisherman, they would have just put him in like a floral shirt and they're like, yep, you're from Hawaii now.
1: Yep. You're a beach bum. (laughs) But yeah, he's a penniless Hawaiian fisherman who loves his life on the sea and dreams of owning his own boat.
0: I I don't know this movie, but this is what I imagine. Oh, I'm just a little fisherman. Turns out I can also sing. Oh, with all this money that I made from singing. I can buy myself a boat and live out my dreams. Girls, girls, girls. That's someone tell me if I'm wrong.
1: I'll have to ask my mum when I see her next week.
0: (laughs) She'll she'll sit us down and make us watch it probably. She'll bring out the DVDs.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Might have to cancel. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Out of all the songs for the soundtrack, this was the one he was most enthusiastic about.
0: Okay. So we've nominated this as like your mum's favourite. What makes you, th- what made you think that this was your mum's favourite?
1: It's just the one that I have the most memories of that she'd always play whenever we do housework.
0: Okay. All right.
1: It's the one that just sits in my memory.
0: Fair
1: enough. So yeah, it's not her favourite, but I couldn't remember any of her other songs <laughs> that she liked.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough.
1: And it only goes for two minutes, so you only have to tolerate Elvis for that that long which is good he's not bad but I just I've got to remember my mum's listening so I can't say too much
0: I understand that Elvis was a cultural phenomenon yeah I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to him
1: he's like the Eminem of rock and roll
0: he's like the Beatles of no don't (laughs) like Elvis the Beatles like I get it but I don't want it
1: I'd on the totem pole, I'd put Elvis above the Beatles. Oh, absolutely. I'd know what I'd rather listen to on a deserted island.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hound dog?
1: I'd like, If I was a penniless fisherman on a deserted island, I'd listen to Elvis,
0: uh, 100%. I'm going to take um, being a hound dog versus a walrus. Thank you very much.
1: I'd rather stay at the Heartbreak Hotel than take a trip on a yellow submarine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather go to prison and dance around then take acid and write a really bad album
1: i was gonna say something really dark there say it i'd rather die of, of, of an addiction than get shot outside of an apartment
0: <laughs> i'd rather have a heart attack on a toilet than someone,
1: that's the one than
0: die of emphysema all
1: right we're probably gonna have to cut that
0: <laughs> no it's fine it's what I right, would rather.
1: Let's just go back to the topic. We can <laughs> shit on the Beatles another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the song, Elvis was insistent on having a saxophone instead of a guitar during the chorus.
0: Okay. Does he play the saxophone? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. He's a multi-talented man.
1: He is a penniless Hawaiian fisherman. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> That's pretty well all I've got to say about Return to Sender. It's just the 1962 rendition of getting blocked slash left on red. And Elvis enjoyed recording it, which is, you know, good for him. You do, you, you do what you love. Yeah. He hated recording the rest of that album, but he found solace in this one song.
0: <laughs> he liked Return to Sender. He, he had a hoot recording that. Everything else, no thank you.
1: Yeah. I wonder if he actually enjoyed filming the movie, or maybe the movie was just such a drag.
0: Well, he, he seemed to do so many movies. Yeah. Like, in my head, I'm like, wow, here was James Dean.
1: But yeah, that is what I thought was mum's favourite, but I was wrong, but we're going to include it anyway. Yeah. We're going to come back to the honourable mention after we do your mum's favourite.
0: Okay. My mum's favourite, again, just like you. I do not know if this is my mum's favourite <laughs> at all. I just like think it's my mum's favourite because I'm like... Oh, this song came out in a time when I was growing up And she would play it in the house And I like this song So therefore my mum must also love this song yeah. um, The song that I have chosen is Unbreak My Heart by Toni Braxton not me in, all Don't leave
1: me out in the rain. Come back and bring back my smile Come and take these tears away
0: You love me again. Um,
1: unbreak my heart. Can't you just say fix my heart? Like, fuck.
0: No, but it, I feel like it's more meaningful to be like. How you do you have, unbreak something? Yeah, you have, bro- you have broken it, so you need to unbreak it.
1: It doesn't work that way. You fix it. No, but. <laughs> it's because yeah. Coldplay was already working on Fix You at the time and she had to come up with that title.
0: You know what they might have been. So this song was released in 1960, no, not 1969, 1996, um, on the, her second album named Secrets. Um, Secrets. This, this song won uh, Best Female Pop Performance Grammy, which is pretty cool. Um, and it sold over 10 million copies worldwide, making it one of the best-selling singles of all time. Which Of all time? One of the best-selling singles. Oh, okay. It's not the, it is one of. But, which... I, I feel like, like, single sales now is completely arbitrary.
1: Irrelevant, because we now stream everything.
0: I looked at the streaming numbers for this song. Yeah. This song has been streamed over, like, almost 200 million streams on Spotify.
1: I feel like that should count towards getting something like platinum or diamond.
0: It does now for, like, new artists and stuff like that. It's like the stream counts will yeah, okay. count to everything. But, yeah, like, her, the fact that wikipedia was boasting that it sold over 10 million copies for the single but now it has 200 million million. streams
1: and then like you know apple music still exists there's probably not 200 million downloads of it but it could be in the millions
0: well apple apple music you still can do streaming so it would it possibly has the same numbers i'm going to to pre-apple
1: music Music when you'd have to pay for it
0: yeah um so This song, it stayed uh, for a total of 11 weeks at number one on Billboard's Hot 100. Uh, (laughs) I found this on Wikipedia as well. Apparently Weezer has done a cover of it. And I'm only bringing that up so that I can include a clip of Weezer doing a cover of Unbreak My Heart.
1: Bring back the nights when I held you beside me. Unbreak. probably just guess That Ain't It. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, gonna, well, I'm, I'm we'll not see- even going to give it the benefit of the doubt. Just Weezer and Unbreak My Heart. I'm just going to go straight to That Ain't It, Chief.
0: Weezer did like a cover album like maybe a couple of years ago and it was kind of okay. But okay. that's just because I like I like covers. I wasn't going to say that I like Weezer. <laughs> um, and then, so the song itself was written by a woman named Diane Warren who is amazing you've probably like never heard her name before but she has written songs for a huge grocery list of artists so um some notable ones mm-hmm. out of that list Cher Celine Dion Elton John Beyonce Hillary and Hayley Duff are you kidding me creme de la creme of artists that she is writing for
1: so she's a hood certified classic
0: she is a certified classic um and the song itself like Unbreak My Heart it's obviously about a whole lot of heartbreak and I feel like it's very evident with another song that Diane Warren had written that was also released in 1996 Uh, she had written Because You Loved Me by Celine Dion Mm -hmm. as well which it came out
1: in -hmm. the same
0: year and those are that as well is like a really great ballad song like similar to Tony Braxton Oh. Yeah. There you go. There you go.
1: Unbreak My Heart.
0: Um, you Because You Love Me. And then it goes on to Unbreak My Heart. He tells the story. They're canonically. Um, they're in canon.
1: Yeah. Confirmed.
0: <laughs> um, and like yours, I don't know if this is my mom's favorite, but she would just like sing it. Not singing it around the house. She would like play it around the house. when Again, on like housework days and everything like that. And I've definitely heard her sing it on karaoke before.
1: Okay. So she probably does like it.
0: She does like it, but I don't know if it's her favorite.
1: Housework days. Are they a thing in the past?
0: I guess so. I feel like housework days when I was a kid just felt like a housework day because it was a Saturday. But usually like I will work a weekend day. So like a housework day is just whatever day I have off.
1: Yeah. We should make a housework day playlist.
0: A lot of people have made housework day playlists. It's usually a, just like dad rock stuff.
1: We should make a better one.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, if I'm going to make a housework... No, I'm not going to bring it up. I was going to say if I was going to make a housework playlist, it's just going to be Slut Pop by <laughs> like Kim Petras. This is Slut Pop. Whip out. have about little miss tony braxton
1: unbreak my heart though i just really can't get my head around it
0: how can you not get your head around it
1: just the name just just fucking change it to fix my heart yeah like, but seriously. if you say
0: fix my heart
1: you, you broke it you fix it
0: but it's more powerful to say unbreak it
1: or in this con- consumer driven world we live in you break it you buy it buy my heart
0: no we're not buying your heart
1: buy my heart give me money please donate I, now
0: i do not have enough understanding of the english language to, to explain to you what mode and technique is being used by saying unbreak my heart yes it is not technically a real word but it is more powerful to say unbreak it than it is to say fix my heart
1: it's not explicit is it
0: what do you mean like fix my heart isn't no explicit? no un-
1: un- unbreak unbreak my heart there's no there's no swearies
0: there's
1: no swearies so could have dropped a <laughs> explicit version unfuck my fix heart fix
0: my fucking heart Me.
1: one I'll leave it at that. I disagree with the title, but you, you made a good point.
0: Well, we will agree to disagree.
1: And on that note, I'll be sleeping on the couch.
0: <laughs> um, Just okay. sealed my fate. So before we started recording this episode, you were in the bedroom. You were calling, you were calling up some someone and I was like, who the hell are you talking to? It yeah, was your my mum. <laughs> so you got the inside scoop. So what her actual song is. Oh, I didn't even be...
1: ask her what her actual favourite was. I just you said didn't? I just said, Do you like the song return to sender? And she's oh, like, yeah. Oh. And she's like, Is it your favourite? No. And I was like, oh okay.
0: Why? <laughs> it's not as if you are in prison and you only have a certain amount of minutes. You could have still followed up and been like, hey, what's your favourite? Yeah d- but
1: I'm this this is the playlist we made. This isn't Belinda's playlist. Okay,
0: okay, fine. So then what then is what, your what
1: do I think the honorable mention yeah. is? It is going to be Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers.
0: And time
1: goes by so slowly and time can do so. nine times out of ten when mum would pick me up from somewhere she'd have that shit playing on max volume
0: it's such a good song i can understand
1: and then on side note surprise elvis has covered it yeah of course and she's like you gotta listen to it it'll send chills down your spine (laughs) and i was like is it because it's so cringe or
0: i remember one time like (laughs) sorry Mum. (laughs) i was probably like maybe 18 no 18 or 19 or something or maybe even younger I don't know, but we were in Brisbane visiting my sister who lives up there with her, like, boyfriend, no, husband. Yep, that one. Um, And we went to, like, this Chinese restaurant in Brisbane that does karaoke. I don't remember the name of the place, but I feel like it's a cultural phenomenon up there, but I don't understand Brisbane.
1: Elton Chong's, yep.
0: (laughs) No, Um, but my sister got a little bit drunk because it was, like, her 30th birthday, and she was like, sing Unchained Melody with me. And I'm like, I'm kind of too young to be really into that kind of old music like i haven't really gotten the appreciation for old music like i have now as a seasoned person yeah so she dragged me off on stage and i'm like da, 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 da. like i don't understand that un- that unchained melody it was an unhinged melody right then and there because i did not understand the melody it just gives you the words
1: yeah so you don't know yeah
0: i don't know i made a fool of myself when I was 18 that was the most embarrassing thing that had ever happened to me was it i don't know
1: is it up there it's up there yikes
0: <laughs> okay so then like do you do you have any other tidbits about unchained melody
1: just that seriously like sure as shit even if it wasn't playing when i got in the car it'd be like the next like the next two coming songs. up
0: next unchained melody yeah
1: sometimes she'd listen to eminem and nate dog shake that me and mark my mate mark and i sorry we're walking on the street one day and we come to the intersection that leads from woolworths and i'm like hey that's Mum's car and i can fucking hear the bass like she's got all the windows up and yep. all the doors shut and i can still hear the bass emanating from the car and i was like yeah she's listening to shake that
0: I like the idea of your mom listening to Eminem in private because she just doesn't want to, oh my god, can people not ride motorcycles? We get it, you like, your balls tickled.
1: So we got internet in this house, but we also, not living in a granny flat, we're actually on the road now.
0: Yeah, we're on a, like a kind of, not, not main it's not road. even a main road, it's just it's a,
1: two, it's two streets off the main road, but we got the train line about 400 meters away.
0: And it is like a thoroughfare for other streets around here. There's a
1: school on this street, but it is a Saturday.
0: (laughs) There's also um, like two houses down on the weekends. They do like to work on their cars and like rev them and stuff like that. But it's fine because it's on a Saturday and they do it during daylight hours. So I don't really care.
1: Yeah, good for them. Anyways,
0: what I was saying, I like the idea... Of your mum listening to Eminem in private, but she doesn't want to give you the satisfaction of knowing that Eminem is a good artist, like, so that she can still have the upper hand when you're playing it too loud in your room or some shit to, like, come in and be like, turn that down. It's not very good. And then yeah. she can slam the door and then she'll drive out of the driveway to go to Woolies or something and just blast it for herself because she's like, I like not it. Even,
1: not even just all Eminem, just that one song with Nate Dog.
0: What's that? How does it go?
1: Shake that. Shake the <laughs> okay. ask <from> me. <laughs>
0: shake that i'm thinking of you think oh i
1: thought you're gonna say metro station no because dad that's that's, shake it i know and that's (laughs) probably gonna be an honorable mention next week
0: (laughs) yeah next week is gonna be um our dad's favorite songs so tune in tune in for that one
1: but your honorable mention have you got one
0: i do have one um sorry to my non- Uh, Tagalog speakers out there
1: I I knew this was coming
0: (laughs) So my honourable mention is a song called Bucket Pa by uh, Jessa Zaragoza Song was released but it was definitely released in the 90s um it is a song that's in tagalog for those of you who don't know i am half filipino half white australian and my mum is filipino so this song was introduced to me by her just playing the album all the freaking time and i love i love this song so much it's kind of a kind of a meme i guess with my siblings and i that we are able to sing the whole song but we don't understand a single Word of it because we were never taught Tagalog, um, which is like the main dialect in the Philippines. Um, we were never taught it by our mum, and we were never taught taught her own dialect, which is Visayan, which is like the language of the South Island, basically in the Philippines. Luzon, no, Mindanao,
1: the other one.
0: <laughs> Luzon is a, is an island in the Philippines. Good job, um, but I believe in Luzon they speak their own language there as well. Wow. Um, yeah. Philippines is made up of a whole lot of different languages because it's like thousands of islands.
1: And yeah. Yeah. Nothing to do with colonization. We're not going down that road.
0: Yeah. There's there's no reason why Komusta, which is a common greeting in Filipino, also sounds like Como estas. I wonder how that happened. Hmm, hmm Como estas from Spain. Yeah, I, don't In even, I
1: don't even think Scooby-Doo will be able to figure that one out. Mm, um, but
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> this song is like my favorite song of all time. Not all time. Sorry. No. I associate this song with like being one of my mom's favorite songs. Um, just because of the amount of times that one, I listened to it. Two, when I was a kid, she would make me basically um, sing karaoke in front of her friends um, and she would have me sing this song to be like look at my shiny little girl who's able to shiny s- little girl. my shiny little girl who's able to sing look at her sing basically um, and I was like so good at singing this song that in year 2 I wanted to go on to the talent the talent quest the wow. talent show okay. in year 2 and I was like "Mom, I want to join the talent quest and sing bucket pa and I don't know what it is but my mom was like it kind of hurts my heart now thinking on it. She was like, you can't sing that song on stage. Like, none of the kids are going to understand it. They'll make fun of you for it. Oh. I know. Like, at the time, I was like, wow, mom just doesn't want me to sing and show off my talent. She thinks I'm too good. But, like, looking back on it now, it's like, yeah, I probably would have been made fun of if yeah, I it. Yeah, she's protecting and- you. But that's so sad. Is it? Yeah.
1: It's sad, but it's also, like, you know...
0: Like, it's. Thanks, thank you, (laughs) Mum. But at the same time.
1: I know, it's horrible that people.
0: It's horrible to think that, like, she wanted to protect her own culture from me and not, like, share that with. I know, share
1: it with the world. Yeah. Like, who cares if you get laughed at by a bunch of people whose names are probably Matt, David, (laughs) and fucking Alex?
0: Like, thinking about it, in my year group when I was in primary school, there was one Chinese kid, one Indian kid. And then me being half Filipino. And then pretty much all the rest of them were white.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, what are you, you going to say, Melissa? Shut the fuck up. Go do The Nutbush. Go <laughs> listen to fucking Down Under.
0: Yeah, go do like a, a little dance routine yeah. in your weirdly sexual costumes for an eight-year-old. Exactly. I just wanted to sing Bucket Park.
1: I danced to Britney Spears.
0: Oh, sorry. I should also explain. For people who don't understand what Bucky Pie is about, it is also like a heartbreaking ballad, sort of in the same vein as Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton. Um, I've pulled up like a translation of it on Genius because all the other translation sites, they seem to be doing like literal translations through like Google translations and none Mm. of the shit made sense. Um, So the chorus goes a little something like this in translation. Why have I seen you... Why have I known you if you'll just leave me and hurt my heart? If she is better than me, though it hurts me so, I'll try to bear the pain. And that's the chorus.
1: Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit deep. It's (laughs) It's a bit more deep than Return to Sender.
0: (laughs) It's also like really sad. It's like, it's such a sad song, but it, it, it feels very good to sing.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Food for thought. Go listen to it and see what you think.
0: Yeah, go listen to it. Bucket Pa. Very good song.
1: Bucket spelt as in?
0: B-A-K-I-T. Okay, cool. Not bucket.
1: Don't kick the bucket.
0: <laughs> um, also, in my head when I was a child, I wrote this down. Jessica Zaragoza, the artist, in my head, I associate her with, like, a Filipino Celine Dion. Mainly because of the fact that like they had very similar album covers that came out like mm-hmm. around the same time. So like there's that Celine Dion cover where she's wearing like a, a white tank top or like little cropped T shirt or something with like blue jeans and she's like smiling at the camera. And then Jessica Zaragoza also had on her album cover, she was like wearing blue jeans, like a little white tank top. Smiling looking at the camera. So in my head I'm like, Are you trying to emulate the same look so that people sort of associate you two and your two music styles together? Hmm. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Food for thought. Maybe they just like blue jeans.
0: Yeah, it was probably, it was the 90s, so it was probably just like uh, a number one fashion choice at the time. Mm,
1: They're still in. They're still acceptable.
0: Yeah. Especially with like the Y2K fashion revival and everything like that. The cyclical nature of fashion.
1: Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) Gonna go get my, um, my, my bird's nest ready for tomorrow.
0: Your bird's nest? Yeah. What? I don't know. Do you mean a beehive haircut? Yeah, that one. <laughs> but a bird's nest is usually when people say, like, your hair's messy and knotty. Yeah, that's
1: what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go outside and throw my fucking... If you throw my a, dome in the dirt. If
0: you had a, bees, a beehive haircut, you probably could have, like, attracted Elvis in the day. Because <laughs> i feel be like, that's what Priscilla had.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm lost for words. <laughs> Elvis.
0: I only found out recently that priscilla was like underage when they got married
1: wow elvis presley you've been canceled (laughs) sorry Sorry, mum.
0: yeah it's just it's just interesting to think about how like normalized it is to think like we look back on it like i i grew up seeing like entertainment tonight making like little um little pieces being like here's priscilla presley now and her she still loves elvis or whatever." And now that I like realize that she was underage at the time, I'm like, Oh, oh no.
1: Yeah. Mum's probably just going to ignore that. She's got too much Elvis Presley merch to <laughs> give a shit.
0: plug her ears. Blast Elvis Presley. Go la 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 Elvis la. Elvis Presley. El- <laughs> yeah. Elvis Presley. What do you mean? That's what he ate all the time. And he it was a snack. <laughs> it was a salty, sweaty snack.
1: Who died on the toilet.
0: Oh, it's the only way to go.
1: He died doing what he loved. Shitting. Yeah.
0: Shitting bricks.
1: Despite all his flaws, still better than the Beatles. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to finish on that.
0: Okay. Well, guys, thank you for listening to this first episode back. I hope you liked
1: it. Yeah. Sorry if we're a bit rusty.
0: Yeah. We're a little bit rusty. Got to put oil in our joints. Got to
1: unbreak our fucking...
0: (laughs) Unbreak our dry spell on this podcast. Yeah. Um guys thank you for listening.
1: Yeah, see you next time.
0: See you next time ladies, bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.